Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by I, myself. Um, so, this is going to be a short episode and there's a reason for that. So, I have an episode recorded already that I had a guest on and that episode was going to come out for like today. I'm recording this Monday night. This episode was going to come out on Tuesday. That one was. But some plans changed. I went and did something and I need to talk about it. So this one's going to be a short episode because it's just me and, you know, I'll do that. So I'm just going to get some some minuscule announcements out of the way real quick. Um, the Valentine's Day drop pushed back a week. So um, I thought I would have everything in by, you know, basically today. I was wrong. Uh, it won't be here until Friday like late that afternoon. So there's no point in me putting it in, like putting it out. So it's going to be on the 29th or the 30th. Sorry. Yeah. The 29th, the Valentine's day stuff will be like officially out. Uh, so there's that. And like I said, the Friday episode will have the guest and you know, it'll be good. Um, so for those who, don't know or don't have me on any socials which i don't imagine you would listen to this if you didn't um so i just take you back so today's monday and while i'm recording this you're listening to this on tuesday so sunday morning like early sunday morning i just wake up this early as fuck for no reason and i'm scrolling through instagram and i follow this page called like dallas news or something like that And they made a post saying it's like a last minute thing that FC Dallas, the soccer team, is playing Inter Miami at the Cotton Bowl on Monday at 5 p.m. Tickets go on sale at 10. So I'm like, hey, what the fuck? That's crazy. Now, uh, if you're not aware, um, the global superstar who 98% of the football slash soccer community all agree on um, the goat of Lionel Messi plays for Inter Miami. He transferred, transferred there last season or last year um, after his contract with PSG was over and you know, it caused a commotion in the United States soccer world arenas tickets prices going from like 40 bucks to you know two thousand dollars the messy effect basically it's what happens when you're the the greatest soccer player of all time and you're probably the most famous person on the planet at, at that time because he did just come off a world cup victory but that's besides the point tickets went on sale sunday at 10 a.m so i'm like oh shit that's crazy so i just chilling on my phone whatever and I go, you know, to all the ticket places, StubHub, uh, SeatGeek, Ticketmaster, TickPicks, GameTime, all of them. You know, I'm looking at them. And I recognize, I notice that these tickets are pretty cheap. And it's uh, an accumulation of the fact that I got on there so early. And because the Cotton Bowl is damn near twice the size of the Toyota Arena. I'm pretty sure that's where FC Dallas plays in Frisco. So, you know, they can't really charge $6,000 a seat and expect it to be, you know, packed. So, 
I'm getting on there and I see um, some corner ground level seats like row three, row two for a couple hundred bucks a piece. And I'm like, that's crazy. I got to do it. So I call my brother, see if he wants to go. He says, yes. Told him he didn't have to pay for the ticket. He don't even have to drive. I'll drive. The only downfall is it's going to be fucking cold. And he was like, I'll go for sure. It's the goat. It's messy. So I buy the tickets, you know, some hundreds of dollars later, they send them to me. I get them in my, my Apple wallet, blah, blah, blah. And there you go. I have tickets to go see the greatest soccer player of all time in my backyard in Dallas. And it's fantastic. Um, so fast forward, my brother cancels on me today. He just doesn't want to go. It's too cold. So my cousin Tyler, um, who's been on the podcast before, says he'll go. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So we, you know, we meet. He hops in the car. We head there. Uh, gate or the parking lots opened at two. We got there at like two thirty. Gates. Oh, we're supposed to open at three, but they didn't open until like three thirty. But we were already in line, and we we're sitting in line for you know like forty five minutes. And I was like, I turned around and I was like, holy fuck, the messy effect is real. Like this, it was loaded. And that was at 3 o'clock. The game didn't start until 5. So we get inside, 3.30. We find our seats. And we're like unruly close to the field. And I was like, this is this is crazy. So if you know me, I'm a big soccer fan. Uh, Messi's my favorite player. FC Barcelona's my favorite team. But... I've never been to a game before. Like, I know FC Dallas is basically my backyard, but I've never been to a game before. I've never been to a soccer game at that. So, on top of, I knocked out my first soccer game, got to see FC Dallas play for the first time, and on top of that, like, the the cherry on top, I got to see Messi play before, you know, he retires which I can't say that I've done with any of my other favorite players in any other sport. I never got to see Derek Jeter play live. I never got to see Kobe Bryant play live. I'm still hoping I can see hoping I can see Tiger golf and Conor McGregor fight. Those are my like two those are next up on my list. But what's even better is that I completely forgot that Messi's old teammates from FC Barcelona, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba, and Luis Suarez are all on Inter Miami now. So not only do I get just to see Messi play, I get to see the old big, you know, the the big, the crew from FC Barcelona and you know 2014-2015 era. The only person missing is Neymar. If Neymar joins, that'd be crazy, but I highly doubt it cuz he's getting paid crazy money from the Saudi Arabia uh league. But that's neither here or there. Either neither here or there. Um, it was cold as fuck, but I'll probably get sick. Was it worth it? Absolutely. It's the craziest atmosphere I've ever been a part of in my natural life. I knew like soccer fans go crazy. You can see it on TV, but there's nothing compared to like being in it. 
and like even FC Dallas fans are going crazy. But you know, like take soccer fans and like put them on like the strongest form of crack cocaine because Messi's in the building, people screaming, women screaming, dudes in tears screaming, "I love you, Messi." Kids running up to the to the you know to the fence trying to get Messi's attention. Yeah, no, it was crazy. So that's why this episode is coming out like this. A little shorty episode. Also, in the in the other side of sports, um I guess I can go ahead and cover it, right? Nice little breakdown. Tonight also, the Philadelphia 76ers played who did they play they played the spurs they won 133 to 123 now you're like damn that's a high scoring game no it did not go to ot um so victor Wembanyama had 33 on 33 and 7 on 10 of 19 shooting he's playing really good um but the story of the night goes to Joel Embiid who shot 24 of 41 one of two from three, had 18 boards, five assists, and 70 points. Yeah, Joel Embiid had 70 points. That shit is crazy. They won. Uh, also, today's the anniversary of Kobe Bryant scoring 81 points in a game, so I'm guessing that's why everyone went crazy. I don't know. Then, moving on to the... Nothing too crazy happened in the NBA except for the Joel Embiid and what I'm about to tell you right now. The Hornets, Charlotte Hornets, uh, who are ten and thirty-one, beat the thirty and thirteen Minnesota Timberwolves, one hundred and twenty-eight to one hundred and twenty-five. You're like, oh damn, that's a close game. Um, Brandon Miller had twenty-seven. Uh, Lamelo had eighteen and thirteen and six. It's good games. Uh, Mikhail, what was it Miles Bridges? Almost said Mikhail. Miles Bridges had twenty-eight. Good games, right? Carl Anthony Towns had 62 and 8, and they lost. Anthony Edwards played terrible. He was 3 of 11 with 9 points. He played awful. He did have 11 assists, though. But Carl Anthony Towns is the second story of the night. Boy had 62 points, his career high, and they lost the game. Very reminiscent to when Devin Booker scored 70 against, or 71 against the Celtics like four or five years ago. And they also lost. So there's that. And then just to wrap this up, the going to some cover some NFL because why not, right? Um, yet the Ravens and the Texans. The Ravens beat the shit out of the Texans, thirty-four to ten. Um, the Forty ers played the Packers, and the Packers were putting that work on the 49ers for a second. I was watching that game, and I thought the Packers were going to do it, but they ended up losing to the 49ers 24-21. to Very close game. Um, then you had the Lions and Buccaneers. It was a shootout for pretty much the whole night until the very end of the game, and the Lions ended up taking the dub 31-23, to even though Baker played. To me, he played. He had a good game. He did throw two interceptions at two very vital moments of the, the game, but he did throw for 350 yards and had three touchdowns. Jared Goff threw for 287 and had two two touchdowns. So they both played good. This those touchdowns killed the Buccaneers. Uh sorry, the interceptions did. And then the what everyone thought was going to be the game of the 
this this round was the Buffalo Bills playing the Kansas City Chiefs in Buffalo for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career. Just the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career that he's played in a way playoff game. And everyone was, you know, wondering what it was going to be like. And he did exactly what all, what all great quarterbacks do. Had a good game, solid game, nothing too special, like nothing crazy. But they got the job done. He threw for 215, two touchdowns. Jared, uh, Josh Allen threw for 186 and had a touchdown. Um, but he had two touchdowns rushing-wise, which was crazy. Which is crazy, but, you know, good game. I watched that game. I had money on that game. Stephon Diggs sold me. But moving on, it's looking like you got... The Chiefs and the Ravens and the 49ers and the Lions. I'm going to take the Ravens are really good, but they do not have the experience that the Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have. Andy Reid is coach. Travis Kelsey in that locker room. Patrick Mahomes is in that locker room. I'm taking the Chiefs in a very close game over the Ravens. And then between the Lions and the 49ers, <sighs> I want to say the 49ers, because they've been there, like they've done this before, they've been in this situation before, but for some reason this Lions, you know, it being the Lions' first time in the playoffs and, you know, 30-something, however long, this little Cinderella run by the Lions in the playoffs, I think it makes it through this cut, and I think they make it to the Super Bowl, maybe, but we'll see, but I'm taking the I'm taking the Lions. I could be completely wrong. That's the one I'm... The Lions and 49ers game, I'm a little iffy on. It could go either way. But I'm pretty sold that the Chiefs will get the job done against the Ravens just due to experience. But that's just my take. I'm pretty good about picking teams when it comes to player stats. Apparently, I'm also really good. I'm just not good enough. Like, I'm super close, but I'm never good enough. Um, But that's all I got. Another nice little 15-minute episode for all of you lovely nymp listeners um if you want to see some photos and videos from the game go to my instagram nymp underscore aaron it was crazy um had a great time thanks tyler for filling in for my brother um messy is the goat and remember next monday or next yeah next monday Go to nympshop.com to get the Valentine's Day merch. And I will see you all on Friday.